This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Warning, this isn't your typical broadcast. Welcome to the all-new After Hours Where Anything Goes. Do not listen to this episode around small children. You have been warned. Is that how Scott does it? I don't know. Anyway, welcome to Paddle and Finn After Hours, episode number two. 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 Number two. Here are your hosts, starting in left, right corner. I don't know if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening, you don't really care what corner we're in. But uh, we got uh, the B-Man up here or here. Wave your hand. I don't know. Brian the Killer Shiller. Yeah. B-Man. Yeah. And the other, yeah. the other, yeah, yeah, <laughs> buddy. Oh, I don't have that shirt on tonight. Oh, Just, yeah. if you're if you're not watching oh. on YouTube, we you could don't talk have about any this shirt later, on tonight. But, but uh, Josh came up with a T-shirt last night. We could talk about that. Yeah, I think I might know what it is, but I can't remember. Hold on, guys, you're getting ahead of yourselves. We're doing intros here. All right. In the other corner, and or if you're listening on the podcast, the other voice is Ryan, the man, Milford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. He just gave himself crowd noise. Yeah. In the Cheers. bottom left or right or I don't know um, is none other than. Brad Hicks. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little Randy said that made me want to snap into a swim gym. gym. <laughs> when I say Brad Hicks, I think more of like a country singer than I do a WrestleMania star. But yeah. hey, it works. which is which is weird because I hate country, man. Uh, I'm a metal guy. Yes, we we know we know. <laughs> We had a month long co- we had a month long conversation about that I think. Uh, it's all good. Uh, and last but not least, the lady of the hour, Susie Roloff. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, cray cray! <laughs> you are feeling spunky tonight. I like it. Mm-hmm. And Sam, you had such a pause right there when you were announcing her. I thought you forgot her name for a minute. <laughs> no, I was just trying to figure out how I was going to uh, announce her. So a couple of trillion ideas went through my head at once. Look, I'm a... Oh, man. All right. There we go. Oh, and then myself. Sam. Yeah, Sam. yeah nobody cares. I just downloaded a fart noise app on my phone. (laughs) 
<laughs> How random. All right. Well, uh, again, welcome to After Hours here on Paddle and Vin, where you get to really hang out with the host and get to know us. So, Not too uh, much, though, so we don't have to censor stuff on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brian's editing game is strong. We'll just put it that way. Yeah. Anyway, sure what, you guys, what you guys got going on? What's new? <coughs> Can we start this talking about my solo cup? I'm really proud of this. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's get that it's, out of the way. It's almost as big as your freaking head. Yeah, I mean, compared to this is an iPhone XR compared to that. I mean, it's like a pretty good. the the 40 ounce version of a solo cup. I right? mean, you should just put a paper bagger on that thing, bro. <laughs> And, and you know, the best thing about this, it holds a lot of vodka and orange juice. Not that I don't know. Did you uh, go out and pour a little in the street for the homies or what? You know? <laughs> no, not yet. Yeah, I'm, as you all know, you know I, I'm on a tight budget with fishing. That also applies to alcohol. So what you're saying is you're drinking Skull Vodka right now. I mean, pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm working this seminar, or I'm doing this seminar today, and I'm working this expo. And uh, this guy comes into the accident fishing booth where I'm at, and we're talking and whatnot. He starts talking about how he bought this bass boat and been fishing. So here's the deal. He was uh, doing like three cans of chew a day. For like the last 15 years, he said. Jeez. Right? I, I've, I've never tried it, so I don't know. But I can imagine that's pr- probably pretty horrible. Yeah. So, he's like telling us about how he stopped and he's changed and everything. And we were like, you know, how did you do it? He went cold turkey. So, here's what he did. He went out and he took his wife and he bought a bass boat in his wife's name. $50,000 bass boat in his wife's name. The boat he's always wanted. And he gave up chewing that day. And he said, if you ever catch me chewing again, I want you to sell the bass boat on the spot. He's gone like a year and a half without it. So sorry if the lead up, you thought this was going to be funny. I just thought it was a cool story. <laughs> but yeah. So basically you're telling me if I want to quit smoking cigarettes, I got to go buy a $50,000 boat. Well, the thing is, he says he he calculated all the money he had spent on chew in 15 years, and it was cheaper for him to own a bass boat. That's crazy. I mean, you said he was doing three cans a day? Yeah. Yeah. There was a short period where I dipped, and I I did like the cheap grizzly wintergreen whenever I did do it, and I, I believe those at the time were like, 250 a can or something like that so you got to think that's that's like 750 a day for the cheaper stuff you know grizzly is kind of on the cheaper end you can get the you get the more expensive stuff closer to four dollars i think so i mean you calculate that per day i i I can't do the math in my head but yeah that's a lot of money 225 a month man yeah that's a boat payment that's crazy that's for sure a boat payment that is crazy Man, how many kayaks could you buy with that, Brian? Yeah, I was gonna oh, say man. I probably smoke a Hobie every year. <laughs> <laughs> that, that actually sounds like, like uh, I don't know, some kind of substance. <laughs> hey man, you want to buy some Hobies? <laughs> Got some Hobie oh. over here. Smoking Hobies over here. <laughs> That's funny. No, we, we hung out at the uh, Cincinnati Travel Boat uh, Show. I don't know. It's a big, long thing, and it's crazy. But met a ton of people, uh, had a lot of fun, uh, talked my head off, man. I, I got worn, on, worn out from talking to people all day long. But uh, let's see. There, I was there 12 hours yesterday and then nine hours today, I think. So good day today. We had a bunch of people come and talk talk about kayaks they uh want to come back to the shop and try them out so you got so that's so what i was up talking to. 
You got so tired of talking about fishing and kayaking, you came home and decided to jump on the paddle and fin after hours <laughs> and talk more about well, kayaking. And I, I, I was gonna I was gonna go there, but then I didn't. But it's all good. It, it, I, it I had, like a little, had a lot of fun there. Dude, it was a blast. We we had a blast. We made fun of Ryan, and it, it was awesome. <laughs> Dude, I I laughed pretty hard at that video. Of, of yeah, Lickets. that was good. Uh, it's in the next YouTube uh, um, uh, update that we have coming. I, I'm gonna add it into the video. It's it's pretty I, fun. I was gonna Ryan's, say, probably need to see that. Yeah, just see how we you know bust each other's balls and stuff with that. Ryan's uh Ryan's favorite thing to do is comment on people's pictures and say, man, I, I, you're a lot taller than I pictured you. <laughs> and then that, he said, I was a step stool for Ricketts. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Cause I know he's short, but I yeah, always thought Sam is. was short. I always thought Sam was like five, eight or five, nine. Then he took pictures with me uh, too. Uh, Brad and Josh. And, and I'm like, I, I've, I've met Brad and Josh in real life, you know, at Dale hollow. So I, I know, yeah, you know, I think Brad's just a little bit taller than me. Josh, what is he about the same height and maybe just a tad bit shorter than me, something like that. Yeah, but I'm about six foot, and and then I see Sam. I'm like, he's about my height, or or you know, he he's a taller guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we hung out with Chad Hoover in the booth all weekend. He is not as tall as I thought he was. I thought he was like six six or something. You know, I thought how he tall was like are you, five, Brad? Are you I'm six, six? Almost six two, I think. Yeah, I was six, gonna say, you've got to be like six two. I'm six one, so. Yeah, but we were talking about it that Brian or that video that Brian was in, uh, where he lost his phone on Nickajack. He's standing next to uh, Hoover. Brian looks like he's six foot ten in that video compared to Hoover. So we we were thinking <laughs> like when we first met Brian, he was gonna be some jolly green giant. <sighs> I have been called that before. Not gonna lie. Well, Brian, I mean, you're a pretty tall guy. Tall. He is tall, but I just didn't think Hoover. I thought he was taller than that, you know. Yeah. yeah How tall is Hoover? He's, he's about my fine. height. Okay. See, so I always thought he was a short guy. No. Well, he's medium. I don't know. No, it's it's pretty anyway. tall. What, what's the average? Like, Susie, five, how six? how tall are you, Susie? I'm five foot three. Oh, jeez. Susie's a giant. <laughs> Towers over me. Yeah. And the rankings. Get out of my fishing spot. Oh. Oh. You missed it. <laughs> what? That's dirty, you know? I missed it. What did I miss? You said Susie towers over me, and Sam said in the rankings. Oh, was that Sam? I thought it was you. No. I mean, I won't argue that fact. <laughs> I don't know. We only fished against each other at Madison, right? This year? Oh, no. Didn't you fish Banner Marsh? Mm-hmm. Did you actually fish that, though? Or no, were you just I a TD? I, I didn't compete in that one. I just judged. Did you compete in the Madison event? The um, Yeah, for KBF I did, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, would, God, I don't even remember what I got. I think I was, like, in the 30s, I think. Yeah. It was stacked, though, because, I mean, like, there was, like, what, four or five people that had, like, very, very close amounts. Like, I think there was three people in, like, 81, and then, like, you know, two or three in, like, 81 and a quarter. It was, like, yeah. it, there was some tight scoring in there. Yeah, I think, uh, I think JP was in that mix of being tied. But, yeah, I don't know. Susie's a stick. I won't argue that. Heck yeah, I've I've seen your I've seen her fish picks, man. Pretty impressive. That's right. <laughs> hey, uh, I was telling all these guys, Brad, when you stepped away, that your wife has great balls. <laughs> Dude, oh my! I love her balls and my jaws. Nope. Oh. <laughs> oh, editing that out. As, as, as long as every. <laughs> No, we're just going to take that section and put it in there at the very beginning so people have no context of what it is. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I don't even care. I, I always tell everybody that, and they are always they always look at me weird. I'm like, I don't care. They're that good. They are. <laughs> they are Man. delicious. 
I don't yeah, know what you're talking she, about. I don't want to know what you're so, talking about. <laughs> she she owns her own bakery business called Jim City Bakehouse. And uh, it's a home bakery inside of our kitchen. And she makes cake balls. And everybody around the Dayton area goes nuts for them. They're like, crack. I like nuts to call them balls. Yeah, they're, they're like, if, if you sprinkled crack on these balls and then you stuffed them in your jaws. It's, I don't know, man. They're just so good. They're <laughs> <laughs> they are the, the marketing person in me just wants to brand this so badly balls you in your jaws <laughs> balls in your jaws cake balls I love I like it, it I love it she makes a bunch of stuff though I mean cookies, the cake balls brownies, all that crap I mean that's why I've gained 20 pounds over the past. I, I just said I, I gained 20 pounds over the winter so far. But, but you're still I haven't not, been kayaking. Well, I haven't seen you since, like, September. But, you know, you, you weren't very fat then. You, you're I'm pretty, getting, like, a pooch right here up at top. Yeah, I look like my grandpa. I'm all like skinny everywhere belly. else except for, like, this this part right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, at least you can work that out once you can get back out on your kayak and, you know, get some exercise with the pad on. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not watching this on YouTube, you need to. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is one episode that should be watched on YouTube. Well, speaking yeah. of food and pooches and, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, I've been on this whole uh, uh, lifestyle change, diet change or whatever uh, with me and my husband, Adam. And I've uh, been out for three weeks now, and, you know, we haven't killed each other yet. But, you know, there's been some times. Yeah. But uh, we're doing um, what they call SECO, calories in, calories out. You just mm. count calories, basically. Like, you don't have to really, like, stop eating sweets if you don't want to. But once you realize, you know, how many calories are in, like, a cake ball, then you're just like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? But uh, I don't know how much Adam has lost, but uh, I'm down seven. So nice! Wow, nice! I, I drop calories every time I poop. <laughs> well, you know, you know, they make the toilet seat things that have a built-in scale. What? Do they yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. I'm what? not kidding. They have a scale That's built into disgusting. the toilet seat. That way, I mean, it's like a guy thing. You know, they they want to know how much. I mean, I, I feel like I could have some world records if I had this. Oh so now I'm very interested. Oh, geez. But, but, but was this like a New Year's resolution for y'all? Or is this something y'all decided to do? Or uh, Kind of a bit of both. And just um, kind of more or less just, you know, kind of fed up with hurting all the time. Yeah, I feel you. I'm I'm the biggest I've ever been. I'm yeah. I'm kind of fluctuating between like 240 and 245, and like I said, I'm six foot. I, I don't work out in the gym, so you know I'm not all muscle. I feel like I'm I'm you know pretty strong guy when it comes down to it. But you know I, I'm pretty chubby, and you know <laughs> I, I keep telling us I, I got a free gym at work, and so all I got to do is go over there and sign up, and I can start you know working out. At least go over there and run for ten minutes, and maybe hit the weights for 20 30 minutes you know anything to really help out but every every day i'm i walk out of work I'm, i want to do it after work and i walk out of work and i'm like ah, i'll do it tomorrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. yeah yeah, yeah. I'm somebody to keep you accountable man yeah i'm feeling it today man like from not pedaling the blue sky in months i uh i helped lead a snowshoe hike today for rock town and it's like my legs are just like torched like what the <laughs> hell were you thinking i mean i think we did two miles today and it was like Dang. 10 degrees up here but it was uh, cold here too yeah 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 but i was like i was thinking halfway through it i'm like man i need to start doing more of this stuff in the off season because like i could just feel my legs were torched you know, from not pedaling, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. like that pedaling, such a huge thing. Or you yeah, could be like Sam and just have a motor. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, 
Cheater. Yeah. Nothing long, wrong with motors. Yeah, we joined Planet Fitness, and we've been maybe once a week. You know, yeah. we haven't made that, like, the bigger focus. It just right now is just focusing on, you know, calories and making better things and whatnot. But the biggest pain in the ass out of all of it is figuring out the calories and, like, recipes and stuff. Because, like, yeah. okay, you know, tonight we made, like, chicken corn chowder. And it's like, well, how the fuck do you figure out how many servings are in it when you've got it in a Dutch oven? Yeah, You're right. Like, God damn it, now i got to weigh all this shit. And just... <laughs> it's funny, man. My wife has been doing keto for, I think it's a little over a year. Who's and keto? It's like a keto diet. <laughs> well, I mean... Keto's the neighborhood pimp. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Apologies to Brian's wife. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And we I'm talked about my wife's balls, so it equals out. Yeah, right. Uh, Brian's wife has got to be a saint for putting up with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she just ignores me three quarters of the time. Um, keto is like no carbs. Can't have any carbs, stuff like that. So, like, I remember when she did that, I was like, oh, man, like, I'm going to be eating a bunch of nasty diet food. And it, it actually, it's it's basically you can't have bread or, uh, like, like spaghetti. She likes spaghetti, but there's this thing. Check it out, Susie. It's uh, zucchini noodles. So they make noodles out of zucchini, and I see the look on your face. Tastes exactly like spaghetti. You would never yeah, know the difference. Yeah. But, but when you start doing the whole cauliflower instead of potato bullshit, nah. I tried some rice. of that. That, that was terrible. gross. Like, you know, and that was that was the whole thing, too, is, like, I didn't want to, like, be restricted. Because, like, I, I've tried the fad stuff in the past. And, like, yeah. as soon as I know that I'm restricted on stuff, I, like, go crazy. Like, I, I got a sweet tooth, yeah. you know. I'll admit it, you know. But, I mean... With with Seiko, you know, it's just like okay, you know, if I really want that cupcake, I can have it, but sure. then you know, I've got to be like, well, then that can be like my dinner, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? right, or right. whatever, you know, like. But it, it's also you know not um, getting too hard on myself for going over, you know, by a couple hundred calories a day either, you know. So we're all gonna have those bad days. I just want cake balls for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> So my Susie. wife does Whole30, if you guys ever heard about that. What is it? Whole30. What like is it? Eating whole foods, you can't have grains or dairy or, uh, heck, I don't know. It, it's pretty strict, but she, she always has success losing weight when she does it. I hate it. It makes me extremely hungry. So, I, like, rolling around like 11 o'clock, I'll have to go get Taco Bell or something. I, <laughs> My stomach just growls, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> Sam, what are you doing? Oh, you guys are boring the hell out of me. So I'm just playing, <laughs> playing with his rod cover. I'm playing with my rod covers. I'm just trying to find something to do. I was about to fall asleep. So, What do you well, want to talk about? What do you want to talk about, Sam? Not that. Because like my wife doesn't want to hear about fishing. I don't want to hear about diet stuff. Because my wife freaking meal preps all week and eats yeah. fish and cauliflower for lunch and dinner and puts everything on a scale and i don't understand it <laughs> i so huh, i think all of this fad diet stuff that you guys are talking about all these diet nutrition plans i think they're all crap i think they're just sales gimmicks yeah. i think it's a bunch of i think it's a bunch of people that have no idea what they're talking about I think I think they're worse than fishermen. I really do. I think I think they're worse than us sitting around acting like we understand what a fish does. Yeah. It, it's, uh, I know what a fish does. It swims. Yeah. Yeah. I can't stand it. Like I know what give, a... me, give me a T-bone steak and a baked potato. I'm good. I don't need anything else. I put on 30 pounds usually every winter. And then throughout the fishing season, I lose that 30 pounds. I fluctuate between 200 and 230. 
Yeah. Mostly hey, because I'm extremely broke during the summer <laughs> because I don't I, cash checks. <laughs> I, hey, also said know, it, me. I also know what a fish does. It avoids my lure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever I do, do the opposite. If you want to get story, fish. bro. True story. <laughs> Looks at your lure and it's just like, what the fuck is that? That, that smells that like Milford. Ryan. What is this? This isn't. This isn't a lure. Like you could have at least tried to make it look real. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe using like scent on your bait would actually help. Use what? Using scent. On your base. Shit. <laughs> oh well, yeah, you could try that too. Probably. <laughs> I mean, that's got a scent. <laughs> it does. Especially mine. It, it smells bad. <laughs> this is that like gluten, the third man, time we've oh, got on the topic of feces. Why are we talking about poop? <laughs> I don't know. You brought it up. Oh, you brought it up. All right. And Rick had thought his show was. Yeah, yeah. Named mixed bag. <laughs> yeah. Mixed bag. I thought getting the bike seat shoved up his rear was bad <laughs> enough. Now we're just talking Dude, about straight. I, I, I swear he he talks about that story like he really enjoyed it. <laughs> he really does, man. Like you, One you of his look, best memories. You you see the expression on his face and he's getting all excited to get to like the climax of the story. <laughs> oh, like, climax, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I just I just realized something. We're gonna have to kick Susie off this call. Why? You look at Sam paddling fin hat, Brian paddling fin hat, Brad paddling fin hat, me paddling fin hat. Susie ain't got her hat on. She has the sticker hat. You, you gotta represent Susie. <laughs> She's got a logo above her head. Yeah. <laughs> Give me five minutes. I'll uh I'll put one on her head for the YouTube video. Uh oh. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> it must She's be nice having that sticker. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> oh, oh, I love that sticker, man. So I'm, I'm always worried that I'm going to, like, cut somebody off driving down the road, and they're going to see that big sticker on the back of my window and message Paddle and Finn on Facebook or something. I got two of them. I got two of them. Adam we have driver. You have to. Well, we haven't got any messages yet, and I got two big ones on the back of my truck, so we're good. <laughs> well, we're good. no, I'm not a bad driver. Is what I do is weave in and out of people that are going slow. It drives me nuts. So when I'm driving, I drive by them. I'm like, throw my hands up, look at them, and they <laughs> look at me, and I'm like, well, stop being an idiot. We'll see. So, what y'all really gotta worry about is whenever I get a sticker on my truck. Because see, well, no, I, no. Listen, listen, listen. You Northerners, y'all are used to bad drivers. You know, they see y'all being terrible drivers. Like, hey, it's just a normal guy. You know, this is a normal everyday thing. Because y'all are terrible drivers. But you come down south where you spoke respectful drivers, and then you see me driving. That's when they're gonna start. You can't like, drive dancing. poorly when you only go five miles an hour. <laughs> like. When your when your fastest speed is the rabbit on your tractor, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, say, Sam Jones. So I have a dash cam in my truck. I've I've had one uh, in my vehicle for quite a while. But uh, man, if there's ever the day. I have to pull the footage for something. I feel sorry for the cops because <laughs> I get some pretty bad road rage and I just start cussing. <laughs> I believe oh, it, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, people just make me so mad. It's just like going over the bridge to work every day. It never fails. Somebody's doing 45 in the hammer lane and I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you want to see some that relocated. You want to see some freaky road rage just driving a car with my old man for like 10 minutes. I mean, he's been a truck driver since he was 18 years old. And uh yeah, it's pretty bad. Every uh, I wouldn't say every other, it's probably like every word is just a swear word and they're all melded together and it's like it's like a symphony of curse words. It's unbelievable. 
<laughs> I mean, I've never met anybody with that skill in my life, except so, the old so man. So Beethoven's playing in the back as he's just cussing <laughs> up a storm? Oh, yeah, yeah, and it just <laughs> all flows together. Fuck you assholes, get off the fucking road. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it gets even worse. It gets worse than that. I mean, it's it's really colorful. <laughs> I mean, I know this is like no holding back on this show, but like I, even then it's it's just too much, too much. I mean, yeah. our rating would go from R to like triple X with the amount of curse words that flows out of his mouth. What, what words is he using? <laughs> oh, dude, I'll tell you off there. I'll tell you off there. Hey, but, you know, on that subject, you know, on the last After Hours episode, Y'all were talking about, you know, censoring yourself and, and whatnot. I have never said any cuss word on our podcast. Yeah, now, I haven't you guys, you guys probably know from, you know, our group chat and stuff, I cuss like a sailor, but I've, I've never uh, cussed on our podcast. And, you know, you were talking about how Jay and Ricketts were, were like, you know, Brian, I'm speaking yeah. to you. Talking about Jay and Ricketts were like, how do you do it? Like, with me personally, I'm either all the way in or all the way out. So you know, yeah, I, yeah. you know, I, 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 I was, can I get it on my chest uh, real quick? Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, mm. But but can I get it off my chest real quick? Because I've never done it on our podcast. No, sure. you no, you cannot do it on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Fuck shit, damn hell! <laughs> that was like a two year old. That was like a two year old discovering swear words for the first time. He's uh, growing up, shit, guys. Hell, damn. Well, guys, I'm going to bed now. Thank you for the conversation. <laughs> you feel better. You feel better, Milford. I- better now people can really know the real me i cuss <laughs> a lot but i try to keep it clean you know in case people have their kids riding in the car while they're riding down the road and listening to the podcast of their speakers we you have know, to I, record a disclaimer seriously to put it i put a disclaimer on the last one oh, yeah, yeah it's, well, it's already I'll pre-recorded Sam listen to the podcast himself we we recorded an episode together for my segment and he's like what's this segment called again <laughs> Bass <laughs> fishing for goobs. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. I'm so busy uh, recording them, I don't have time to listen to them. Uh, that, that was pretty good, use. man. That was a good one. Which one? Him, Fuck shit, hell. It, it was good. Damn. I liked it. <laughs> People are going to be like, you know that Ryan Milford guy? And they're like, who? The fuck shit hell damn guy. Oh, yeah. Ryan Milford. Yeah, I know. The guy that can't kiss his face for his life. The guy that doesn't know how to swear. Yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> uh, you guys want to get into something fishing related? Like, I don't know. Please. I mean, fishing. I do have a topic. Yeah, what is it? You guys it? are all interested. So curious what you all think about this so i hate it shut up (laughs) (laughs) i do that to my wife all the time so what do you guys think of i'm trying to think of how to like structure this because it can kind of be pretty broad but anyway so what would you say if a top angler was sharing their waypoints from their fish finder to another top angler. I mean, is it like I'm, whatever, or is it just like, oh no, uh, that's like cheating? During a um, tournament or not during a tournament? Um, either or, before, during, or after. Is it in the rules? <clears throat> no, no. I don't think so. Sam shares well, waypoints all the time. It should be in the rules, but if it's not in the rules. You're playing yeah. the rules. If they want to do it, they can do it. Yeah, I know. Uh, the the walleye circuit. I won't name which ones, but um, that was a common thing. Like, 
boat teams teaming up with other boat teams and sharing waypoints and stuff like that. And uh, it, I think it's a common occurrence all throughout, whether you're in a boat, a kayak, whatever. Um, I don't like it, but it is what it is. I mean, how are you going to police that? I think that's the biggest problem. right Because right. it's, yeah. it, it's hard to prove. I think, um, I don't know. I mean, what's the difference of giving somebody an actual waypoint or just saying, hey, go out to this point, line up with this tree and that rock, and you'll find fit, you know what yep. I mean? So that, that's kind of my point exactly, like, you know, and kind of ties into, you know, kind of like my other topic of, like, not it's not just men, but major, since it's a very male-dominated sport, you're calling but, us out. <laughs> you're damn right I am. <laughs> but like you know, the whole secretiveness behind spots. You know, I mean, what is the big deal? <laughs> like, well, I, I get it to a certain uh, extent, you know, but at the same time, like if you're out on a public lake, I guarantee there's probably at least. 20 other people who know about that spot too yeah i was gonna say that it it depends if you're talking about a lake or a river now if we're talking about rivers i don't want anybody fishing that spot that i found because everybody in ohio in the dayton ohio area there's a lot of people that are hillbillies and they leave their trash all over the place and they trash my areas and it's kind of annoying so i can see that yeah Um, i can see that one thing I was going to say, you know, y'all know I'm not really in the tournament scene yet. Um, but from my point you of know view, you know, the scary I, part of that statement, you said yet. Hey, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm That's coming. what she said. I'm, com- I'm coming to take last place in every tournament. <laughs> but, but no, so what I was going to say before I was rudely interrupted um, what were we talking That's about? That's what she said. Spots. <laughs> All right. Spots. So, I've heard it time and time again on our podcast, on other podcasts, on my segment specifically. And I, I believe this goes a lot to it. You can tell somebody where to fish, what to use, all that. They still got to catch those fish themselves. You know, yeah. you, you, can, you can line up. Uh, Let's see, I, I just picked up some jackhammers. I haven't tried them yet. More than likely, it's going to take me a little while to catch the hold of it. No, I, I picked them up because I talked to Jody Queen. Jody Queen, by the way, congratulations. He he just announced he got on the Hobie fishing team. Um, nice. Saw but, that coming. But uh, Jody Queen's a really cool dude. You know, me and yeah. him talked for a while after we recorded our episode together and just talking about stuff. He's a really cool guy. Um, but... Besides that, you know, if you put me and Jody Queen side by side, the same very spot uh, with the same lure, he's with that jackhammer. He's probably going to sit there and wear them out while I'm not catching that many of them. So you can share your spots. You can share your lures. You can share all your secrets. That person's still got to be able to utilize all that information and put it to use and catch those fish. So I, I don't personally... Being somebody outside the tournament scene, I don't personally have any kind of issue with that. Yeah, I, I don't see an issue with sharing spots as long as it's outside of the tournament. If it's inside tournament, man, that's kind of messed up. Yeah. I, I don't like it. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? If you got three anglers working together, obviously they're covering way more than you can accomplish. So I think that's where the unfair advantage comes in, and that's why it's kind of frowned upon. You know, yeah. when when you yourself are out there putting in the work, but you know there's a house full of top anglers sharing, you know, all their spots and what they've done and, and where they're going and this and that. I mean, that kind of hinders you when you're talking comp- competition, right? I mean... Yeah, I think that's that's where it comes into play. Well, let me ask you this, and this goes to all of y'all because I know all y'all are you know tournament anglers. I know Brad, you know, y'all. as much of a what, what's wrong with y'all? It, all right, 
But all y'all fish tournaments and stuff, what if you're the one getting the information? Are you going to have an objection to it then? If it's outside of the tournament, I don't mind. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, have I ever shared info before? Yeah, I've shared info with Sam before. You know, so, I mean, so like here's the thing. Fishing, Here's the thing. The better question is, what does that do to your head and your strategy? You've been out there. You've been practicing for two or three days. You're on to a little something. Maybe you don't feel like you got it all the way figured out. Or maybe you do. And you get down. You're sitting at the house. or You're sitting at dinner with your buddies. And they start telling you, hey, I'm whacking them in 15 foot of water on a crankbait and you're like well hell i've been fishing up in a foot of water with a whopper plopper Hmm. what does that do to your head what how do you react to that do you want that information or do you not want that information see that's where that's a great point yeah i think psychologically it screws with you i mean you know i've I've fished in some areas sometimes that were recommended to me, and it, I think it goes back to what Milford says. Just because there's fish there doesn't mean you can catch them. You know, I made that move before where went on some advice, and, and it was a crapshoot. There was definitely fish there. I couldn't catch them, so I ended up moving back to, you know, where I was catching short fish just to get a limit for the but i don't know i you could spin it eight million different ways i think it's it's one of those things i think it's like i said the biggest thing is is how are you going to prove it you know how how are you going to control the sharing information i mean that's i think that's going to be the biggest struggle here's the problem here's the problem what's you got what's the benefit of eliminating it because yeah. you got to think about what it does to your fishing community. What do we all love doing? We all love talking about fishing. We all love sharing techniques and spots and talking about where we caught them. That's what makes this community great. You look at the guys on MLF, they can't talk. Yeah. They don't yep. talk. They, they can't talk to They don't even go to dinner together because yeah. they don't want to be put in a situation in which they yeah. may be. Gerald Swindle was just talking about this today at the expo. Um, Alan was kind of giving me a recap because I missed the seminar he did. He was talking about this. They don't, they don't even go to dinner. They don't even talk to each other. <laughs> they don't want to be put in a situation where they may overhear something or somebody might think something. Mm-hmm. And then when they win that tournament and go like, take that lie detector test, yeah. they, they, they ping the wrong way. Hmm. You know, Do you want that kind of atmosphere hmm. in kayak bass fishing? No. That's why we all yeah. love this. We all love the campouts, the dinners, the cookouts hanging out after practice at the ramp and talking and and shooting the shit that's what we all love about this if you don't want to hear it you avoid it if you don't mind hearing it then you can yes would you like to see that you know everyone had to go out and do their own thing and not have any advice or help or whatever maybe but that's a part of the game if they're doing it you can do it go make those relationships go talk to people you know what I'm saying? Get a group of guys together. Go practice together. You know, they they didn't start out that way either. They had to find that stuff. So, I mean, it's it's open ball game, I think. I, I don't have a problem with yeah. it personally. I think that's an excellent point. Yeah. I mean, I think me personally, I think I do better when I just fish on my own and I don't listen to everybody yep. else because of that whole psychological factor. I mean, that's I just me personally. <laughs> Ryan's got a pee. What else is new? Oh, yeah, that story needs to be told on this podcast. Can we tell it in a minute? Yeah, I'll tell it yeah. in a minute. I'll be back. I did want. I did want to say something else on that waypoint thing, though, real quick before we tell that. I think the funnest part of fishing is the chase, especially yeah. when you're on a river, man. Finding those fish and you catching the fish. It's it's rewarding like i don't want anybody to show me spots on the river man i, I want to find them myself oh i, think I that's the show point. me the spots i don't I, I just take me take me there 
<laughs> I don't know, dude. We're all different. We're yeah, all different. and I think it's, you know, all part of just, you know, perspective and how everybody learns, too. Like, for me, you know, when I went to the championship for the first time in 2017, I was still brand new into all this and everything. Didn't have a clue as to what I was doing. And, you know, I was still debating on, like, you know, do I ask questions, you know, because I don't want to be perceived as this, you know, person who's just like, oh, well, you know, she's just trying to, you know, copy what everybody's doing or anything like that. But then I was just like, no, I'm just not even going to start thinking that because, like, if I want to learn, I'm going to start asking questions, you know, screw what everybody yeah. else thinks, you know. And so, you know, it was it was helpful to learn, you know, kind of where people were fishing and how they were fishing because it kind of helped me figure out, well, why are they fishing there and why are they fishing with whatever they're fishing with? You know, and I was like, okay, you know, they're on this, uh, you know, deep contour or they're on a ledge or they're on brush pile. I like, okay, you know, it helped paint the better picture for me, you know, and now, you know, I kind of fish on my own all the time because, uh, you know, I, I still like to say that I kind of know what I'm doing, but, you, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, um, you know, for, for beginners, you know, I, I think it's, you know, especially important just depending, you know, on how, you know, that person is going to learn, how they're going to retain information. Because, you know, when I first got into all this, you know, I wish I would have had kind of somebody out there with me to kind of watch how they fish. Just, mm -hmm. you know, I, I can watch YouTube videos all day, but like being right there with somebody, like I can ask them questions. I'll be like, okay, well, you know, are you you know, setting the drag a certain way or are you hopping or you see, you know, just kind of getting that, that direct feedback and, um, kind of direct experience type of thing. But, but then at the same time, you know, it's like, well, you know, you do kind of, kind of learn some things for yourself too, but, uh, yeah. So yeah, just curious, you know, everybody's like, no, that's, I, I agree. I agree. I agree with you, Susie. Like that's a great way to learn is just by talking to people. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we do we talk about fishing here i mean yeah we're not necessarily naming off spots but you know i think with some of that knowledge it could just definitely help you out to be a better angler you know fishing you know you might like you said like fishing ledges uh deep cuts things like that i mean that stuff you may not think about i mean it's funny i try to think about it sometimes like when you started out right you started out from the bank and and you're casting out and you're you're kind of limited but then when you first get into a kayak or a boat what do you do you fish towards the shore right yeah it's kind of weird you know yep. um but and i think a lot of people overlook the stuff like what sam fishes like deep structure deep water you know so Which... i mean that shallow bite not might not be there but if you talk to sam oh yeah i'm fishing out deep I mean, that might put two and two together and you might discover a new technique or a new way to fish or something like that. So I think it just, I think like you touched on, it helps better anglers getting some of that info. What were you going to say, Brad? Sorry, man. I'm going to head over to Sam's uh, territory this year and have him show me how to fish some deep structure, man. I need to come up that. here, man. Come I need to learn it. Here. I got the perfect hey. spot. I'm tired of fishing shallow. I'm telling you what, guys, the tournament, if you guys want to come over here for a tournament, the tournament to hit, and if you're listening to Let's this, and with it, that lake is on fire. Which one? Monroe. Monroe? Monroe? Yeah. I mean, the guys are saying it's the best it's ever been. Like, oh. in Indiana, having to have 25, 26, 27-pound bags on the bass boat side to that win. In nice. Indiana. Yeah, that's pretty it's, good. It's nice. the they're saying it's the best it's ever been. Interesting. When so, is that one? <laughs> July 18th. KBF. Oh, event. Man. Yep. There's big water. There's backwater. It's. What's going on see, then? I love backwater, man. I don't know. There is something going on then, but you know. Uh, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. 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 But hey, yeah, that'll be a that, that could be a fun field trip for Pell and Fin Crew sometime. Hey guys, early spring. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously. Um, spawn. Hit me up because I I can put you on. Hey Sam, I, I'm hitting you up. I want to get put on some 25 pound bags. 
Let's do it. Tomorrow? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's up real high right now because all the rain. Oh. Uh, yeah. You guys got rain. We got snow and ice. Cold. That's we got rain right and ice. Now. Ohio. I saw some I saw some ice shacks on the lake today as I drove by. Might Is it be able safe, to get out there soon. Yeah. Yeah, they were out. I mean they were somewhat close to shore, but in the bays and stuff, I bet it's probably five inches. No really? Way. No way yeah. I'm getting on it. No. It's been really? cold up here. Yeah. Huh. Man, the temperatures around here is just so up and down. Like, yeah. we've been in, like, the mid to upper 30s for a while, and then today's been the coldest day for a while. But then, like, towards the end of the week, we're going to be, like, in the 38s. Did you get Weird. snow Friday night? Uh, We did. We got some snow, and then it changed over to rain. And then it kind of sort of froze a little bit, then kind of changed the snow again. So, I mean, we really didn't get a whole lot of snow that stayed, but, like... It all froze, so there's, like, ice and stuff everywhere, but, like, the roads are fine or whatever, but... Um... Yeah, we got probably five inches of snow up here. <laughs> Dang! Yeah, it looked like it kind of stayed... The, at least the snow was more north, but, yeah, like, it was. It started off as snow, then it kind of got that weird ice pellet mix, and then yeah. it just turned to rain, and it was gross. Brad Sam doesn't like it when we talk about the weather. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I think you have a very interesting story to share with everybody and why your nickname was Piss Break for a while. <laughs> yeah, I didn't announce my return, but for all the listeners, I know you were waiting for me to come back because I'm the most interesting person in this. Uh, in the show right now, but <laughs> no, 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 but, but yeah, it's going to somebody's head. Yeah. I think you need a little more vodka in that drink, bro. I think I do too. I'm almost out already, but, uh, okay. So the, the piss break story, my episode, <laughs> my episode where I recorded with Aaron Steiger, you know, me and the, me and Aaron, Mr. Steiger, we were recording, and as we we're going along, I had to pee so bad. Middle <laughs> of the episode, I had to pee, and I'm like, I'm just gonna hold out, wait till this is done. And we're recording, and we're we're talking, and I'm trying to be kind of short, and Aaron is, you know, he's talking. I, I I'm not trying to say anything bad about. Now, Aaron, he didn't do anything wrong or anything. I just had to pee really bad. And so I was ready to end this episode. I was ready to end this interview. And I had to go so bad. And finally, I, I was just like, like, and I got up and ran outside. And I, I had to piss. I had to come back. And he didn't even know what was going on. He was just sitting there like, what? Fuck. Well, the best part was is I get a message like, "Hey, I just sent you my interview with Steiger. You're gonna have to edit out a little something at the end." You were like, "I had to get up and like take a leak or whatever," and I was like, "Okay, no big deal." So I'm going through and I'm like, "All right, looking for this spot," and then all of a sudden I just see Milford hold up his finger, take his headphones <laughs> off. In the middle of like Steiger talking, in <laughs> he, a sentence, was, he was in and, like literally bolts for the door for the door, and and Steiger's just kind of like sitting dude. there looking around like what the hell just happened? Like is this dude okay? Like it is somebody so dying in his home? Like <laughs> what is going on? And Aaron's just kind of sitting there like okay, like is this happening or whatever? And then all of a sudden you see Milford come back and sit down. He's like, sorry, dude, I had to take a piss. <laughs> and Aaron, being the professional duty is, he's like, it's okay, man. I understand. It's all good. So uh, you want me to just pick back up where I left off there before you took off out the door? <laughs> and, and, you know, I don't know, dude. Aaron was awesome. You know, I, I was doing that, like, hoping he would, like, just continue talking and, like, 
ramble a little bit if you need to while while I'm gone. I'll be right back. But I, I, I guess he didn't. He didn't get what was going on. Like I said, I don't hold nothing against him. You know, it's not his fault. You know, I, but but it was a learning experience for me. You know, we're always talking about learning something every time you're on the water. Well, I learned something every time I'm on the podcast. What I learned from that one is always make sure you piss before you start this hour-long interview. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, Aaron's an awesome guy, and, you know, I, I don't want any any bad things towards him. He, he, he was a good interview. And I also want to say, Brian, you did an awesome job of editing that too. Cause when you just listen to it on the podcast, you couldn't even you have tell. No idea. Couldn't even tell. <laughs> so what, what I always pictured Ryan doing during that interview before he had to run out is, you know, the scene from dumb and dumber where uh, the guy is outside of the bathroom and like beating on the door, trying to get in. Yeah. And, like his face is all going, <laughs> that's what i picture ryan ryan doing like having to pee so bad i mean it's just it's classic i i have the video still it's just classic because like i said it's like mid-sentence steiger's talking and then milford just like gone and and steiger has no clue what's going on because all all ryan did was hold up his finger and yeah. well know, i didn't want to interrupt like, the guy yep. yeah but yeah, he did. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, did. there it is. <laughs> that scene right there where he starts freaking out trying to get in the doors. <laughs> hey, that was, was after, that that was after Lloyd gave him the X-Lax. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love that movie. <laughs> channels can taken down. Thank you. <laughs> What's everybody else got coming up? Well, this is dropping Sunday. So, Chicago Fishing Show will be wrapping up for me, Susie, and Jay. I will be at the Cincinnati Travel Sports and Boat Show with uh, Jason and Ryan. We'll, we'll be finishing up when this airs. Wait, what? Yeah. Cincinnati Travel Sports and Boat Show. Nice. I'm not going to so, be there. Who did I? I thought I said Jason, uh, Josh, and me. Jason Oh, my bad. My bad. Secret man I mean, crush. I wish I could be there with you, Brad, but I'm not going to be there. Too much. Hey, so, so let's talk about this real quick. So how come uh, you know, we heard the cheese story, right? Okay. <laughs> that that Milford was really upset about no cheese on cheeseburgers, <laughs> and you and Josh are the ones with the beef. But yet, Brad was the guy that brought the groceries. So why did, so much animosity between you and Eldridge instead of you and Hicks? It, well, there is Josh, no animosity, okay? This was Josh a joke. was just getting annoyed because he kept going, where's the cheese? I can't believe I forgot the cheese. Okay. For, for anybody Josh was like, holy crap, dude, just shut up. It's just cheese. <laughs> for anybody that don't know me, I like to bust people's balls. You know, I, I just do it as a joke. I, I bust people's balls. Y'all know it. You know, I, I'm, maybe it's a personality trait that a lot of people don't like or some, but yeah, I just like to give people a hard time. And so when we went to Del Hollow, Brad picked up all the groceries and we all just gave them, you know, uh, money to go towards the groceries and he, he forgot to get cheese. We're going to have burgers one night, and he forgot the cheese. And so, like, I gave him a hard time about that. I'm like, how do you forget the fucking cheese? <laughs> like, how do you have a burger without cheese and you forget the fucking cheese? Like, how, do you, how does that happen? But we were staying at a campground in a cabin. There was a marina that's, like, part of the campground. And Did you so, go down there and get cheese? I did. I did. Um, but I, I gave Brad a hard time about it and Josh was there. And so I went down to the Marina and, you know, I, I bought, I bought us some cheese so we could all have cheese, but I, I did give him a hard time about it. And, you know, that was the first time I ever met any of the, any of the guys. 
And I, I guess Josh didn't pick up on my humor and thought that I was being serious about like being an well, asshole right about about the cheese. <laughs> so, so Josh is like, "Are you really gonna make this big deal about some fucking cheese?" And, <laughs> well, the thing is, you you kept going on and on and on about it, and I was just sitting here laughing, and Josh finally had enough. He was like, dude, I'm tired of hearing about the stupid cheese. It bled over into the next day until we left. They were arguing at each other about it when well, we were in the parking lot about I, to pull I think, away. I think I said something to you, like, as I was telling you bye. You know, we all, yeah. like, took hands and, you know, hugged or whatever, saying bye. And I said something. I don't remember what I said, but I think I said something about, like, like nice meeting you, dude, even though you don't remember fucking cheese. But, <laughs> and then I do you love and Josh went at it again. Yeah, but <laughs> but you know that that's just me. I, I guess I'm kind of weird when it comes to my humor. Sometimes I I bust people's balls, and you know I might take it too far sometimes. I don't know, but like there wasn't ever anything serious. You know, I once I realized we didn't have cheese, I had plans the whole time. I was just gonna go buy some cheese for us. Hey, and, and you know, like the whole thing with me and Josh. You know, I I love Josh. Josh, cool dude. You know, I have nothing against Josh. We're like, I don't have anything against anybody on this podcast. Like, really, like I view y'all as part of my, like part of my family. You know, y'all kind of taken me in, and I've learned. Oh. But, you know, suck my dick, Brian. But <laughs> Josh, Josh is gonna be listening to this, and be like, yeah, I, I don't like that dude. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> That's fine. You know, I'm sure. No. <laughs> hey, you remember well, those college kids? At oh, college? dude, that was so much fun. We were like, we were messing with some college dudes that were in a frat. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Okay, University of Kentucky had a had like I don't know if it was one frat house or if it was multiple, but they were all staying there at the campground when we were there, and we like were surrounded. Some, yeah, some of them were staying in cabins. So it's like 10, 11, 12 o'clock, and all these college kids are are running around like campsite to campsite and going cabin to cabin. And I guess some of them thought that we were, since we had the light on and, you know, we're outside on the you know, porch. Yeah, I, I think me and Jay Randall, we, you know, we had a couple beers and whatnot. And I, I don't. Maybe Justin, I, Brad. I don't think you drank any. I, I know. Josh, I, yeah, I don't want to drink. But uh, you know, we're just having a couple beers, sitting out on the front porch, you know, just talking and everything. And we have these these University of Kentucky frat boys like coming up our stairs, coming to our porch, and you know, they're wanting to like they think they're coming up to a party, and and you know, we're we're just messing with them. I wanted to mess with them really hard and be like, Yeah, me too. Like, yeah, come on in, boys. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> they were like, wow. Yo, is this the party? And Jay Randall was like, yeah, dude, we're the party. You guys want to party with a bunch of 40-year-olds? And they were like, they were like, what? Like, Jay no, dude, probably cool. like, come on in and party. I'm just a hack, bro. <laughs> yeah, they just stood there for a second, like, confused. What's going on? Well, I'm sure they were annihilated. Yeah, you know. but but I will say like, you know, young people these days they get a lot of, they they catch a lot of shit, but th- these boys were pretty respectful. Once we went inside and we all laid down and stuff, you know, I I was Wait, right. Oh whoa 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 hold on, they were respectable once you went inside and laid down with them. <laughs> <laughs> not what I said, Sam. As much as you would like that, no, that's not what I said. No, once we you went said inside, once we all went inside we and laid down. Inside and went to bed. They they were all you know we didn't would you, we didn't would hear, you them hear them all talking like shh be quiet the forty year olds are going to bed. <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. I'm sure they said that, but we didn't hear. You know, oh, me me and Josh that last night. Me and Josh went out night fishing and we came back. And I think it was like twelve or one o'clock in the morning. 
and uh, we parked the trucks and we were like getting everything put up and locked down so nobody could steal anything. And, like a big group of frat guys like started walking, you know, kind of towards us. Come to find out, they're just walking past us to go to where they were going. But, but uh, we're like, okay, I, are we about to get like mugged or are they going to make fun of us for being old? Or, <laughs> But uh, but no, they were real cool. They were real respective, and uh, you know, I, I'm a I'm a Kentucky fan when it comes to like college sports and stuff. So that made me pretty proud. But, but yeah, it was That's a the fun- lamest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Look, Mister Indiana. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. It's about to go Sir. down. Sir. Right. Right. Shots fired. Yup. Hey, you hate us because you ain't us. Is Sam <laughs> Bell on us? Did he have to go pee now? Uh, I have no idea. But, uh... <laughs> At least I'll let y'all know. <laughs> y'all. This is unprofessional, Mr. Sam Jones. Yeah. It's after hours. Anything goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we're we're pretty much at the end here. I think it's a good time to wrap this up. Before I get too much alcohol in me, let's wrap this up. You can't even open your eyes right now, bro. My eyes are open. I, I've I've got little squinty eyes all the time. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us for another After Hours. Till next time. Tight You're line. welcome. Smooth paddle. Smooth lines, tight paddling. Go check out the website, guys. Paddle, the letter N in fin.com. Also check out YouTube, youtube.com forward slash paddle and fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N in fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're doing giveaways, announcements, things like that at Facebook and Instagram at paddle and fin. Shout out to our show supporters, Rocktown Adventures, Leveling Canoe and Kayak, Hammered Lures, Fish Mob Lures, TRC Covers, Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com. You can put the Paddle and Fin logo right on your catch board. Don't forget to go over and pick up your Jigmasters jigs. Use promo code PNF20 and save 20% today. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. It helps grow the audience, helps others find our podcast. So please drop a five-star rating in on the podcast platform you're listening on. Don't forget about the Recycled Plastics program, you guys. Take your used plastic baits, put them in an envelope, mail them to the address in the show notes. Our man Eric Richards at Hammered Lures melts those down, makes new baits, and donates them to various chapters of Heroes on the Water.